When Jim Knowles speaks, Buckeye fans turn the volume up and they're tuned into every word that comes out of his mouth. Well, Jim Knowles recently spoke to the media and made some comments about the performances that he's seen from the Buckeyes linebackers during practice. What has he seen? What did he say? We'll discuss all that and a whole lot more right here on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, August the 10th in the year 2022, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. On today's episode, we will be joined by Jason Jordan. He is the director of basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated. As him and I assess Ohio State's 2023 basketball recruiting class. But before we get to any of that, Jim Knowles recently spoke to the media and he highlighted a few things about the linebackers. Talked about Still Chambers, Cody Simon, Tommy Eichenberg, Chip Trainum, Taraja Mitchell, Polyena OTOT, CJ Hicks as well. He had some things to say about all of these linebackers, linebackers. But when it came to who would be the starters or who has stood out the most or who in this group is moving up and is in the front of the line when it comes to linebacker drills, there are two names. We've talked about them all summer long. One of them had 17 tackles in the Rose Bowl. The other was a player who played linebacker for the very first time in college, Mr. Still Chambers. Eichenberg and Still Chambers were at the middle of an interesting comment that Jim Knowles made about who is solidifying themselves right now in the linebacker room. Here's his, what he said, word for word. Quote, Tommy and Steele have been really solidifying things at linebacker. I like Cody and Taraja mixing in and Chip and CJ, and EA's been kind of a float-around guy for us. I feel like we have potential there for depth, but still developing, end quote. He goes on to say some things about Tommy Eichenberg and Steele Chambers, more specifics about them and their play, quote, Tommy is the quiet leader of the defense. He studies and he shows up like he knows what to do. He rarely makes mistakes. And Steele, I think, just has a confidence, a little bit more than the other guys in confidence because he's played. You can see that he's played. He's kind of battle-tested, end quote. Talking about players that are solidifying things and solidifying their roles on the team and really being pinpointed as being guys that were really looked at as being the top two backers to start for Ohio State and Tommy Eichenberg in the middle, still Chambers, an outside backer, a weak side backer. And now we are getting more of what Ryan Day said. This is the first full week of training camp, and Ryan Day said at Big Ten Media Days, we're going to learn more about who's going to start and really figure out who's going to start at linebacker for Ohio State during the first two weeks of training camp. Well, maybe, just maybe, Jim Knowles is saying and confirming whatever, well, reaffirming what everybody already believed was going to be the case, that Eichenberg and Chambers would be the starting linebackers for your Ohio State Buckeyes. Jim Knowles also talked about 
players that are wild cards in this situation. I just mentioned them. Cody Simon's one of them. Chip Trainum, the Arizona State transfer. C.J. Hicks as a true freshman. Taraja Mitchell. And then Paula Iena, O.T. O.T. All of them are pushing for playing time. Mitchell is experienced, been around, not experienced on the field, but he is a leader in a different way than someone that has had a lot of playing time. Mitchell's just more of that guy that's been around the program for a while, seen a lot of things, had a few coaches come in and out. And so he can lead guys in a way off the field where Chambers looks like he's been battle-tested tested because he is. Where Eichenberg's coming off a phenomenal performance numbers-wise statistically in the Rose Bowl. And so you have some things there that you could build upon. I think one of the best things about this when you think about who he's talking about is that C.J. Hicks, a true freshman, is already making waves and already making noise and is already somebody that is looked at as someone who is not a fr- really looking like a freshman. Yes, he went to Springs ball, spring ball. Yes, this is technically, not technically, it is his first time during fall camp with the Buckeyes. But that has not changed how he's played. That has not altered his preparation and his performance during practice where people, people are looking at him a little bit different than the other freshmen. Jim Knowles had some interesting things to say about certain players. Heard about what he had to say from or about still Chambers and Tommy Eichenberg. Well, here is what Knowles had to say about Cody Simon. Quote, Cody has a great football acumen, great football intelligence. He's tough. He didn't play as much or as full go as he would have liked to be in, to Ben in the spring. So all I'm seeing with Cody now are just some issues in timing. Timing is so important when you're making tackles, just him kind of getting the rust off. But I really like what I've seen so far in quote. Think about the timing that you need as a just just in football in general, maybe not linebacker, but just in general when it comes to the timing you need on the field. Linebacker is one of those that's important. Just the timing a linebacker is as important as the snap of the ball from the center to the quarterback. Just as important as the running back hitting that hole, reading it, and then quickly realizing, can I go straight? Can I go left? Can I go right? Where can I go? All of those things are important. Last but not least, here's what Jim Knowles had to say. Another quote here from Knowles about C.J. Hicks. And I told you, people love him. And Jim Knowles loves him too. Quote, his upside is fantastic. He really has a great quickness and athleticism that you don't see out of many linebackers at that size. So it's just a matter of how quickly can he learn, get himself up to speed so that he can use those tools. Sometimes when you're thinking too much, you can't use your tools right. So we'll just keep working with CJ so that he gets it down so he can really cut it loose. But I think his upside is going to be amazing, end quote. Nuff said, love what Knowles had to say about the linebackers. I like that he is kind of reaffirming or really um, stating who he thinks and who solidified solidifying themselves at the LB spot, the starting LB spot. Sure looks like it's going to be Eichenberg and Chambers, and I'll tell you, I'm not mad about it. Those two guys can ball. Those two guys can play, and I do believe those are the best two backers you want to be start for the Buckeyes as they face the Notre Dame Fighting Irish during week one of the college football season. The Buckeyes recently had a commit from small forward, four-star small forward, Scotty Middleton. What are some things that we can learn about him, we'll, we'll like about him? Who else is in the 2023 recruiting class for Ohio State? 
And what is this unit as a whole? Basketball-wise, we'll be joined by Jason Jordan of Sports Illustrated and Locked On's Basketball Recruiting Insider to discuss just that right here next on Locked On Buckeyes. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. We hinted at it. A couple days ago, and today is the day we have a new person that will probably be a staple around here when it comes to basketball recruiting. It is Jason Jordan. He is the director of basketball recruiting for Sports Illustrated and Locked On's Basketball Recruiting Insider, trying to make this a one-stop shop for all of your Buckeye needs from fall camp to recruiting from basketball and football, from NFL stuff, and also just anything in between. We want this to be the one-stop shop for you. And Locked on Buckeyes is truly trying to make that happen for every Buckeye fan, not just in Ohio, but around the world. And as we welcome in Jason Jordan to the podcast for the very first time, I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Locked on College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply jason jordan he is the director of basketball recruiting at sports illustrated and he is locked on's basketball recruiting insider first time jason's on locked on buckeyes there's a lot of big stuff going on on the basketball side of things at ohio state and jason i'm glad you're making your first appearance here on the podcast wow man definitely happy to be here definitely happy to be here Man, basketball is my thing. Um, I venture it's yours as well as you're deep in the recruiting yeah. side of things. It, when it comes to Buckeye recruiting, what are the things you hear from people as you're out and about talking about Ohio State's basketball team on the recruiting side? Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, that's an, an offer that rings out. That's a phone call that rings out. And I'm talking among uh, recruits, elite and otherwise. Um, so definitely, um, they definitely have their footprint. I mean, naturally, I mean, that that's something I, I imagine you guys would to be expected. But um, that's definitely one of the ones. And I'll be honest, not all offers ring out, even if they post them on social and say, bless the receiving offer from Timbuktu University. You know, not all of them ring out. And I would definitely say that the Ohio State offer certainly rings out. Why do you think that's the case? Well, I mean, I think that, you know, obviously there's prestige with it. You know, um, I think a lot of uh recruits um respect the program and respect um you know the system and um I, that's what i would say i would think you know there's just a respect that comes with it for sure and i venture that's probably the case for mr scotty middleton who just committed to ohio state i believe over the weekend that 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 offer really rang out and what really stuck out yeah. among all the other ones as he committed uh like yeah. I, I believe it was over the weekend now six six 180 yeah. pound Listed as small forward via 247 Sports, were you shocked that he picked Ohio State when he announced where he'll play college ball? No, um, I had heard some back channel stuff. Um, I always stopped short of um, 
doing predictions. I learned this lesson years ago um, because I'm privy to a lot of different information, not everything, but I'm privy to some information. Sometimes I say it like that. And so I always love for the kids to have their moment. You know what I'm saying? I hate when people take their moment. Um, so I, um, I focus on like the why after the commitment, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, shocked that he picked Ohio state. Um, I had heard on the back channels that um, that was a strong lean. And, and then at the end, I heard that was where it was headed. So. Yeah, big pickup for you guys, for sure. Really big pickup. One yeah. thing that stuck out to me was in his final five, Kansas was there. When yeah. he winnowed it down to three, Kansas was not there. Yeah. I would have been leaning and thinking that Bill Self would have been able to keep this young man in state. But he wasn't able to, it wasn't able to happen. He did he committed to Ohio State. And I watched some film on him, just a quick highlight tapes on YouTube mm -hmm. and I really like what I see. What have you liked from him as he plays ball that sticks out to you? So I just like I, I, the biggest thing I would say is uh, his versatility. And I mean, that's kind of all encompassing. Right. So he's scoring on all three levels. Yes. Um, but like you said, he's six, six long and wiry. So uh, he's able to be inserted into multiple different lineups and play multiple different positions um, just because of his skill set versatility. And then he can guard multiple positions. So. He's a guy you can just plug in and he can kind of get in how he fits in and be productive in the same token. So um, I, I love his versatility. And, and I always call Scotty, he's like an impact guy. So he's going to make whatever that means. He's going to make an impact deflection, diving for the loose ball, um, playing the passing lanes well, uh, defending 94 feet, uh, you know, defending an area, getting, you know, uh, getting out in transition, you know, igniting the break. He's a guy who's going to be productive, on, and he's a really good rebounder too. So um, definitely a guy who um, Chris will be able to plug into different lineups and um, use in a lot of different ways. One thing that <clears throat> stuck out to me was his explosiveness, and it was kind of just well-timed explosiveness. It, it matter if it's um, a burst of speed exploding yeah. to drive to the paint or once he's in the paint exploding <clears throat> for a harder layup, a strong layup, or even to dunk in the paint. That right. explosiveness stuck out to me. He himself, Scotty Middleton, talked about his defense in an article that I yeah. read. And I was kind of like, buddy, you're about to be a senior yeah. in high school. You talk about defense. That is rare. I saw the explosiveness. He mentions a defense. I venture Chris Holtman liked both of those attributes and qualities about him as he's trying to figure out if Scotty Middleton is the right guy to extend an offer to and hopefully hoping that he commits to uh, Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, when you're to get to your point, when you're getting a high school senior talking about defense, that is rare. I'll tell you, most coaches, especially at the Power Five level, say the the biggest transition to the collegiate level is defense and understanding defensive principles and understanding help and recover and you know playing areas and and the man to man is just you know there's a lot of different nuances in the defense and so to have a guy like um, Scotty who is uh, committed on that end of the floor is is definitely a breath of fresh air, I'm sure, for Chris and uh, and the staff there, for sure. The defense at Ohio State, I don't know how much Ohio State or just college ball you watch, but the defense has been something that's been a little puzzling to me. Yeah. Where I know Chris Holtman, he was at Butler. He really got those guys mm -hmm. to believe and buy into the principles he's preaching yeah. and teaching and really buy into the toughness. And he recruited tough players. For some reason, at Ohio State over the past uh, at Ohio State over the past few years, the toughness on that side of the ball on the side of the court has not been there at all. 
and it kind of it's kind of puzzling to me because I know what Chris Holtman wants his players to do. I don't know if these guys just can't do it. I don't know if their mindset is there. I don't know what it is. But hearing him talk about defense right now, and I do believe he's going to get stronger. His body is going to fill out. He's going to keep growing, especially when he gets to 18, 19, 20 years old, want to get some more of that uh, maturity in his body. Yeah. That defense might be something that he actually is – maybe his calling card might be his bread yeah. and butter in college because you, he, Chris Holtman is going to teach it. And I believe that Scotty Milton's mindset is – if Holtman's going to teach it, I'm going to do it because he's yeah. going to lead me in the proper way to be the best player I can be. Yeah, he's definitely built in that mold, like the guy who's going to run through the brick wall. He's definitely that kind of player. So, um, and to your point, that could be his call. I mean, he's definitely a lockdown defender at the next level. Um, uh, he definitely has that potential to be a lockdown defender um, on the at the collegiate level and beyond, right, because of his size and his length. So, um you know, when you couple that with his uh, gifts on the offensive end, I mean, it's a home run for sure. And then, I mean, that's kind of the makeup, to your point. Uh, I, clearly, that's what Chris is going for in your class, uh, you know, with George and Devin and um, to some degree Austin as well, but definitely George and Devin. Um, just like kind of pit bull defenders with that mentality. Um, they, I've definitely seen them compete on the defensive end, and they're guys that can do a lot of different things on both ends of the floor. So it's clear that in this class, he's looking to build on what you're talking about, um, you know, defensive-minded players who who buy in. And the two, that is the the key. You have to buy in uh, to your role as, a, you know, in the defensive scheme. So um, with this class, I think he's, he's definitely uh, on the right road. I sure hope so. I sure yeah. hope so. Yeah. I, I myself have been pretty – uh, vocal about my disagreement and my mm -hmm. disappointment sometimes with how the defense has been played at Ohio State. And so as we talk about Scotty Middleton and his defense and things that stick out with him as we watch him play basketball, you mentioned some other guys, the rest of the players in this recruiting class with George Washington, Devin Royal, and then Austin Parks Royal, another kid who just recently committed as well. Mm -hmm. With this class as a whole, how would you assess this unit? Um, so a lot of interchangeable parts, right? So especially with George and Devin, I mean, those are guys that you can both can obviously George can ignite the break. He's a point guard, but you know Devin's a guy who can ignite the, ignite the break break as well. So a guy guys who can just fill in lanes and get out in transition, but also play well in the half court set. And you know Devin's six seven long and super bouncy, like he never saw a lob that he didn't like. <laughs> So, and then George is a guy who delivers lobs. So, I mean, there you go. It's the perfect marriage. But um, guys who are – Devin's super explosive. George is super shifty. And um, Austin's definitely a guy who, back to the basket, big body, um, going to be that presence on both ends of the floor. Um, and he can finish. You know, not a super athletic guy, but um, a guy who can who finishes efficiently and knows how to use his body to create space and finish through contact. Austin Park, 6'9", 240. I saw the side. I saw I saw him out there, and I was like, oh, goodness. Ohio <laughs> State Ohio State needs a guy that tall with a mask. You can, yeah. you can, add, you can add weight to him. If you want to keep yeah. him at 240, you can put muscle on, trim down some fat. I mean, you can really yeah. make him be a solid piece down low. Yeah. Ohio State needs that guy, and I think Austin Parks fits a role, not saying immediately, but down the right. road, year two, year yeah. three, Fills a role for Ohio State where he is. He can be 
kind of that glue guy down low where you can rely on him to do a lot of things you want your big man to do. Certainly, potentially. I would say that with a logical progression, I would definitely say he could be the guy you're talking about. He definitely has a skill set to do it. Um, and especially if the fans there are, are willing to wait, I definitely see him as a guy who could fill that role for sure. Um, Cause he's a workhorse, right. And he's already, I think he's very skilled. Um, but you know, there it's all, you know, it's, it's timing, it's um, opportunity and things like that. And then it's catching on it's buying in. I don't, he'll, he won't have a problem buying in, but um, you know, I think he'll take, he needs to bake a little bit in the oven, but I think um, he has the, um, he has a skill set and the mentality to, to be the, the player you're talking about for sure. What sticks out? You, I know you you highlighted Royal and Washington and their interchangeability, but also kind of the defensive thing, defensive aspects that they bring. Yeah. Between those two guys, what's one attribute that's not defensive wise or interchangeable kind of parts that you would say those two guys they can carry this to Ohio State once they're on campus? Well, it would be Devin, and it's definitely the athleticism, right? Okay. Because he he's a wow factor guy. Like so, he's he's gonna get. Um, the the momentum shifting dunks, right? And so, and that's a thing. Like, it's not just like, a, oh, he can dunk. That's really a thing. I've had, you know, I talked to um, uh, a couple head coaches that say that that accounts for six to eight points in the over the course of a, a game, right? The momentum shift. Um, so you want a guy like that who can be high octane and get the crowd behind the team and give them that momentum push, uh, especially when it's tough to get a bucket here and there. I agree with that. Who would you think? So Ohio State currently has four guys in the class. Scotty Middleton, George Washington, Devin Royal, Austin Parks, four guys that are hard verbal commits to Ohio State right now. Do you see a scenario where they add a fifth player to this group? Potentially. I mean, I think um, for the right uh, player, I think they would definitely do that. Now, I'll say this a lot at Peach Jam. You know, I've talked to multiple coaches that said, you know, and I said this on another show, uh, like, just talking to like Jay, you better talk to them young boys, especially them 2024s. Like it ain't there ain't no more 20 uh four and five man classes, like you know, with this transfer portal, you know, we gotta hold out a spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's just the they it's just different. And we're and to their what they were saying is we're all learning on the fly. Like is it smart to hold that spot? Should we go ahead and grab this kid? And I know that Ohio State made the top five for Dalen Swain. Now they would take him, you know, like they would take Dalen. If he's ready to come, you know, I definitely think that would be your five man class. So um, I think to, you know, for the right kid and for, you know, to grab the talent, they're not going to pass up the talent. I think they would take they would take him and they would take a guy like him, his tier or higher. Hmm. Hmm. So no thought of a six player. At this point, you have to hold out a spot for a trade. You have to. You have to. So I think that's what they would reserve that one or two spots for if they don't get a kid like him. Jason, this has been a lot of fun. I love having you on the show for the very first time. If you could let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter, then maybe follow along online as well at SI to read some things you're doing and SI is doing via the basketball recruiting. Yeah, well, SI.com, college basketball section. I'm there there all the time. And on Twitter, Jason Jordan, SI, Instagram, Jason C. Jordan. So, yep, come check me out. Love to have you. And, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. Told you we're going to be talking a little basketball recruiting here on the podcast with Jason Jordan's first appearance on the podcast. He will be back. Jason, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.